Sorry, John. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's the one. Yeah, he has to listen to this, too. Yeah, I know, right? He's going to listen to all of it. <laughs> I don't apologize, John. That you was s- him, not me. You sign up for this. <laughs> Welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me a senpai, and joining me tonight, I just have our imperfect explosions, Riker. I'm here. Yes. We're actually in the same room for the first time, so yeah, this is actually this very is, interesting. This is a first time thing for the podcast. I know, Because you right? guys didn't record one in LA. No, we, we, thought, we thought about doing it, but we mm. didn't. Um, but this is actually the first episode of something we're, we're trying out for... Uh, future reference maybe um they're called minisodes we don't actually have a better title for them as of yet but um they're like bite-sized uh versions of stuff that we normally do on the podcast um and we thought we'd do our first one on something that Riker and i have become absolutely obsessed with over the last yeah. couple of weeks and oh, a yeah. lot uh, i think a lot of people around the world have become obsessed with it over the last few weeks and that is a visual novel called doki doki literature club Oh my fucking god. It's so good. It is. It's it's one of my favorite games of the year in a year where it's probably one of the best game like one of the best years for video games in like video game history. Yeah, I mean and that's saying something when you yeah. have a narrative like this up against something like Persona Five. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it, for for those who haven't played it yet, first and foremost, do yourself a favor. It's absolutely free. It's on Steam or you can download it from their website. Uh, it's ddlc.moe. I feel like it's better if you download it from Steam. It is better if you download it from Steam. Just trust us on that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's absolutely free to download. It's free to play. Um, you uh, Just do it. Just just do it. Um, but if you haven't played it, um, we're going to try really hard not to spoil anything. We're going to try hard. Try, yeah. Um, but first and foremost, I want to talk about... Going into it, I, I went in blind. I played it like, I think... Three I did weeks, not go in blind. I, I played it three weeks ago. Um, I knew at, almost nothing about it. I had just heard other people talking about it, but I did. No one was really saying anything about it. I just heard the name, so I went into it thinking this is just a basic uh, like dating sim, and it looks it looks like a basic dating sim. It looks like every dating sim out there. It looks like Clan Ad. It looks like all, all those basic dating sims, and and that's how it plays out at first. Like the first yeah. the, the first, first hour, the so. first thirty forty five minutes, you think you're actually playing just a basic run of the mill dating sim, and then about forty five minutes in, it turns into anything but a dating sim. Um, yeah. For those who haven't played it, also at the very beginning of this game, it starts out with a um, a disclaimer saying that if you suffer from depression or anxiety, you shouldn't play this game. That warning is warranted. I think. I I, I would say. Um... Definitely, like, it's warranted in the fact that it's warning you that it's going to deal with stuff like that. But I feel like if you are somebody who deals with depression and stuff, this game is actually... For you, for I For you. Think. I feel like this game is almost built around... Yeah. You know, I mean, as someone myself who has dealt with depression for a long time, there's a lot in this game that speaks to me. Um, there's a character in the game, her name is Sayori, who actually suffers from depression. Yeah. Um, and then about... Toward the end of your first playthrough of this game, she goes through a 
a diatribe of like what it's like to have depression, what it's like to live with it day after day, and it's frighteningly accurate. Yeah, it's frighteningly real, and it's actually it made me cry a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. It, it comes out of nowhere too. It does. Like it, I, I kind of it comes at a point where you start to realize that the, this visual novel is a lot more than it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, also, by the way, we're drinking sake while we yeah. do this, so if you hear us and drinking, it's, it's it's very good. It's apple sake. Yeah. What is it? What is it? Hana. Hana. Yeah. Hana. It's yeah. really good. Highly recommended. Welcome yeah. to the welcome to the drunk cast. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully then, not too drunk. And, yeah, and a mini soon. Um, but th- that's actually a, another thing I wanted to talk about. There's something about this this vision novel where the narrative goes in completely different directions than you think it's going to go. It always yeah. plays with your expectations. Like even though you might see how that first playthrough is going to end, you it still hits you in a way that you don't think it's going. to. You kind of like I mean, certainly at the start. You don't know how it's going to end, but towards, like, about halfway through, you can kind of get a feeling as to where this thing is going to go. And it's kind of like that. It's at that point where you're like, I'm, I'm trying to stop it. I'm trying to stop it, and it's not helping. Nothing's working. It's making it worse yeah, than what it's every, doing. Everything is, everything's going wrong. But it's it's right after, and, and in my opinion, it's right after that first playthrough ends where the game really starts yeah i think so too it's it's where you really like realize that this isn't just a visual novel this is like an experience that you're gonna yes. be it's like a prologue actually that first playthrough yeah it's definitely. like it's like a prologue to a novel yeah where it's like it's setting up the characters in the setting and then you once it's done it's like okay it's time to actually jump in and get yeah. to the mechanics of this this is what it's actually about and oh boy and the mechanics of the game are interesting yeah. to say the least no, definitely not what you'd expect from a typical visual novel no no definitely not i mean just to just to, to speak like how unique this game is it's a visual novel yet it was still able to become like the number one game on steam yeah so and that never happens yeah i mean obviously it being free has a lot to do with that um which i think was pretty ingenious yeah on uh developers part the for developers sure. part but i mean it really is like a totally unique experience. I don't even have another game I can compare it to. Maybe no. Undertale a little bit, but maybe, but like not really. I mean, you look at visual novels like Clan Ad or Higarashi or, or or like really popular visual novels out there. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that plays like this. No, especially no. narrative wise. I wouldn't even. I, I like at, at a point I wouldn't even know if I would classify it as a visual novel. Do you think it goes into that that title of a like, game? Kind of, yeah, because I mean, or does it does it does it like straddle the line? I guess it kind of straddle. Like, I, I, this argument kind of came up a lot when the game Journey came out, mm-hmm. where whether or not it's really like a game. Because in Journey, you can't die, you can't lose, um, you don't even. There's little collectibles. If you don't collect a single one, it doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. It's essentially like it's just an experience. And I think Doki Doki Literature Club is kind of in the same field as that. Yeah, I think that's actually a really fair comparison. Um, I think actually both kind of play the same way, Journey and... and Yeah, I mean, like, both those games kind of pull you on this ride, and there's no getting off until it's over, Mm -hmm. so... Um, There's also something else about... Actually, there's a lot of stuff about Doki Doki. I could could talk for hours about this, just... Oh, yeah. Well, um, I mean, if you've seen our Facebook page, it's been... A lot of Doki Doki stuff. A lot of Doki Doki memes. Mostly me and Riker. Yeah, it's, it's... I'm sure everybody in our personal group has probably gotten sick very of sick of it. But I know Show is completely sick of oh, it. Oh man, Show is every time we post it, he just it's like I can just hear his eyes roll all the way from Canada. Yeah. Um, but no, um, there's something else I want to touch on, and that's there's this concept in 
not just in fiction, just in everyday life, called the Uncanny Valley, where yeah. it's um, it, it's like something is so relatable that you can identify with it, but yet just far enough away from being like completely human to where it's really creepy, and it just falls in this Uncanny Valley. There's a lot of like dolls and androids out there that fall into the Uncanny Valley where yeah. it looks human. And it looks relatable, but it's really creepy to look at for a long period of time. And I yep. think that Doki Doki Literature Club really nails that down in a narrative sense. Yeah, and, and, like so in video games, you tend to see this with like, um, I would say like Mass Effect Andromeda almost had this mm. problem mm-hmm. where like the facial animation like it looked human, but there was like something slightly like it's like off. Yeah, yeah, it was like it was realistic in a sense that like. It looked like it could happen, but it also looked really fake. Mm-hmm. Um, Doki Doki nails that in like writing sense, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's yeah, it's a visual novel, so they, I mean, it's very they have anime expressions, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. But like the characters themselves and the writing make it feel like they're they're real in a way, but it's like there's something off about them. Mm-hmm. And you definitely get that when you read the poetry in it. Like, oh, there's yeah. something really off about these characters, and it expresses itself through the writing. Yeah, and you you start to to pick up on that like immediately. Like the mm-hmm. first time I read the poems in this game, I was I was essentially live chatting you while I was playing mm-hmm. it over Facebook, and I was like like freaking out about all the poems. I was like, oh my god, there's like I mean, it's crazy. I don't want to spoil anything. I'm trying really hard not to spoil anything, but the poems are actually really good. Yeah, they're actually really well written, especially yeah. once the game starts, you know, in its third act, so to speak, when yeah. the poems start actually speaking directly to you as a player. Yeah. And it gets really creepy. Um, and there's also, I, I like to point this out, Natsuki's poems are, like, deceptively cute. Yeah. Like, there's... If, Natsuki is one of the characters in it, and her story, in my opinion, is one of the saddest stories. Yeah. Her backstory, at least, is one of the saddest stories, once you find that out. And for, in hindsight, her poems really exemplify that a lot. Oh, yeah. But they're, they use, like, such, like, simple grammar mm-hmm. and, like... They use small, cute words, mm-hmm. but then, like, you think about, like, what she's actually saying in these poems, and you're like, Jesus, this is a person who's who's actually been through a lot. Yeah, who's deeply has a lot of problems at home. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who'd you go for on your first playthrough? So, on my first playthrough, I wanted to go for Yuri. You told me to go for Yuri. That's because that's who I went through on my first. Yeah, but then... I couldn't betray Sayori. She was just I don't know. I you like it's a childhood friend, man. How are you gonna betray her? She's cute. She's going through depression, so it's just you know, she's too relatable in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like she's like the goofy, fun, happy one, but she's like the one that's like dealing with the most shit internally. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. Her character really resonated with me, so I was like, I'm you know what, screw it. I'm going to go with her. I think the design of Yuri is better. I love Yuri's character design. And then... You have her as a, I as have, a wallpaper now. She's my, she's my wallpaper on my phone and my computer. I, Yuri, a, you're Yuri obsessed. She's my favorite Doki. Most most definitely. Favorite Doki. She's my favorite Doki, but... Um, I couldn't I couldn't not go for Sayori on, on my yeah. first playthrough. I thought about it. It's like, no, I went through Yuri the whole time. And it's like, okay then. I definitely went through Yuri on the second act, and... You even, weren't disappointed, were you? No, even after everything that happened, uh, you know, I think I'd do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. She's kinky, man. She is something else. She puts a lot of anime characters to shame with her kinks. Oh, yeah. I mean... Oh. 
You don't spoil it. Man. I don't. Yeah, I was gonna. Say you were. Something. I know what you're. I was to just say. about to say something. But I knew exactly what you were about to say. She. She is like. She exemplifies a certain popular character archetype in anime that's very popular. And like, do you see they, why I went for her first? They somehow turned it up to like twelve. Oh, hold on! <laughs> don't make your computer go off. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Um. I think that. There are actually all of the characters is by a certain archetype if you think about it. I mean, you have Monica's kind of yandere-ish in a way. Uh, well, I think on the surface she's almost like dere dere. Well, no, because that would be Sayori. Um, yeah, that's I definitely Sayori. I don't really know what Monica would be like. I mean, she's definitely yandere-ish at the end. At the end, for sure. But I feel like Natsuki's definitely a tsundere. So, so Monica's role is essentially the role of like the typical visual novel protagonist support. Yeah. So I don't absolutely. know. She doesn't really encapsulate like yeah a, a typical girl archetype at first. At as first. the game progresses, as the game definitely. progresses, she definitely changes. Um, she has her own Twitter account. She does have her own Twitter account, which apparently you should follow. Yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty interesting. Please tell me it's at just Monica. No, it's like. Uh, I don't know. It has a really cutesy name. I'm it, sure. Which doesn't <laughs> fit with her character that much, but... Um. but Yeah, I mean, all the characters sort of exemplify a certain type of character. Um, and that's another thing it, it, that lures you into a false sense of what you're getting into. It's like, it, you see all these tropes, and it's like, it takes place in a high school, and it's all these, like, seifukus, and it's like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. You don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> no. Um, it's got, it, it has on Steam, it has that psychological horror tag for a reason. It's a psychological horror anime cute. Yes. <laughs> Those are the tags. Those and are that's, the tags. That's very, uh, that's very fitting, I think. Um, there is another thing, the music in this. The music's really good. Is yeah. really well done. Um, and it's, it's really cool how they use the music to drive the narrative. Like, anytime that you're talking to a specific girl... The, mu- the background music changes slightly. Like, when you're talking to Natsuki, it starts playing a recorder, which yeah. I thought was really funny because it yeah. kind of shows off her, like, cute, whimsical personality. It's interesting. You know, like, so when... You know things are going the most wrong in that game when there's no music at all. Exactly. Like, when the music stops, then you know that, like, something's breaking. Something is very wrong. Yeah, or something... when you hear Monica go, ah, ha, ha. Yeah, that listen. You may think that's a laugh. It's not. Something bad is coming. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the music. It, it, not only is the music itself really well done, and I highly recommend buying the uh, the add-on pack, which has the full soundtrack. Yeah, I, I mean, even if even like if you if you really if you've played this game already, and you've really enjoyed it. I would say, even if you don't care much for the music, to buy the add-on pack, because, I mean... It helps out the studio. Yeah, that's that's the only way these guys are making money. Yeah. That, and, like, they have posters yeah. and stuff for sale now. Yeah, but. and I highly recommend checking out that merch store they have on their website, because it is... They got a lot of interesting stuff, especially the posters. Yeah, I want a poster of, like, some of... Like, the CGs and, like, the artwork in the game is actually really... It's phenomenal. It's really beautiful. Um, um, and even the background art is really good. Yeah. Especially, like, when you do... Um, it doesn't do that typical VN thing where no, it it's, like, it takes... Like they put like a, a like a filter, like a drawing filter mm-hmm. over a real life photo, yeah. which you see a lot in visual novels, and it drives me insane. Yeah, um, no, it's actual like hand drawn 
background art, and it's it's all really well done. And there's uh, on your second playthrough, there are some Easter eggs to find in the background. Yeah, art. you you found one last night. I did find yeah, one last you, night. You were sending um, me a message about that. You know. Somebody actually, I was I streamed it when I played it, mm-hmm. which uh, I think actually kind of boosted my enjoyment of the game by Spe- streaming, especially it. at the end. Yeah. Um, and I had some people in my chat who were freaking out, and they were pointing out things that I was missing. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, in the way that they use the music to the, the the key shifts in the music, like when at the very end of that first playthrough, the first act, when you walk in and the music just kind of goes. I think it's, it starts out in like D and then goes to a C chord, and it's like, oh shit! Yeah, it gets really creepy too because the music starts to like distort and shit. Yeah. It's um, it sounds like the the music itself is like warping to like the disturbing events that are happening in front of you. It, it plays really well to the writing, I think. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, I think the last thing to talk about really is the way this game plays the mechanics because I've never played a visual novel where you have to actually delete certain elements of the visual novel to get through it. Yeah, you. I mean, this game is it's, you literally have to delete them from the game files. Visual novels are typically interactive and like a to very a point. yeah a very very small like compared to a normal game visual novels are way less interactive than your typical video game. You usually have your your three choices. You pick them. They take you on your the yeah. three different routes. Like a branching narrative. Yeah, and that's about it. It's essentially a book. Like books aren't that interactive, but for a visual novel, this is by far the most interactive visual novel. Oh yeah, I think ever made. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes you play with actual game files to get through it, and that, yeah. that's really innovative for a visual novel. I have played games before where you had to do that, but they weren't nearly as well done as this. Yeah, I uh, mean, if you actually so at the <laughs> at the at the big kind of twist thing that happens at the fir- the end of the first playthrough, there's actually like a file in the background Mm -hmm. and if you go to that file you can actually see dialogue from the character that Mm -hmm. was making the changes and stuff so like you can actually as you're going through and things are changing in the game you can look at like text files in the game and they actually change and like there's commentary from that person Mm -hmm. so they're like like why did i do this i didn't mean to do this (laughs) it's like that they're like oh i hope it didn't break anything oh no (laughs) oh man um i think that's actually a good part to end, except to say this. This was all done by three people in principle. And that's, yeah. when you see the end result of this, that's incredibly impressive. That three people worked on this for just over two years, and they came up with something this good. Well, it's Team Salvato. Uh, Sal- Salvato. Team Salvato, which is mm-hmm. led by a man named Dan Salvato, um, yeah. who did the writing, the coding, and the music. Did he do all the writing? I think he did. I, think I don't know. It, I, for, I don't know 100%, but I think he I think did it most was like of it. Scenario, I, I, I don't. I don't know if the writing was entirely him, but he definitely did all the coding. Yeah. And then the the artwork. Um, and uh, I, yeah, I forget what the and the music and the music was done um, by somebody else. I just want to say that the fact that this was done by three people and in just two years with and they didn't charge any money for it, it's incredibly impressive. The result, end result. Yeah. Um, they could definitely, ch- if they would have charged like $10 for this game. It's worth it. It's it, worth $20 in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, well, I think Undertale is like $20. It's about like, when if you do everything in this game and you try and get all the endings, it comes out to probably, I think I spent eight hours. Yeah. Eight to 10 hours, I would eight say. Eight to 10 hours. Depending I mean, depending on how fast you read. Yeah. Your first playthrough probably is going to take like four hours or so mm-hmm. your first like playthrough as it, it your first playthrough is going to involve you going through it three times but, yeah absolutely yeah you can i think do a second playthrough on two playthroughs i think i think i don't know 
Yeah, uh, I'm not entirely sure, but... There may be a way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to say, like, congrats to these people. They definitely have my attention forever now. Um, I can't wait to see what they come up with next. I really hope they can give us more Doki Doki stuff. Although, at this point, I mean, the the, the thrill of it is kind of over for us. I mean, if, I mean, if these guys, like added an expansion or something mm-hmm. that, that kind of delved into the characters a little a little bit more like i kind of like that world story yeah i kind of like that it was like the, the character you get a, a base feeling for the characters but like the the backstory you know that it's awful but yeah. like you don't get the full story so you kind of have to interpret stuff i always like storytelling like yeah. that but yeah if they ever add any more to doki doki i'm totally down with it yeah, i'm totally down for anything that they make from this yeah point. i'll I mean, pay for it don't, I don't do it for free i'll pay for it I know they got some other projects in the works, and I didn't even know of these guys, but I'm totally, yeah, I'm totally I mean, down for well, whatever like, they're The first out time I'd next. even heard of this was like about a month or two ago. On yeah, it came some, out about a month yeah, ago. Yeah, well, I heard about it like maybe two, three months ago now, because someone was talking about it on a forum I was reading on 4chan about oh, okay. upcoming visual novels, and I was like, this sounds cool. I'll put it in my wish list, whatever. Um, but I was totally blown away. If you haven't played it yet, please do yourself a favor. Go download it on Steam. Download it from their website. I mean, it, you're, it's worth eight hours of your time, I think. Oh, yeah, no. it's I I couldn't put it down when I started. And you're so... It, me yeah. and you are both obsessed with it now. I'm totally obsessed. I'm in the I'm in the Discord group, and it's, the fan base is actually amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah it, they love memes. They love memes. It's... it's the fan base is actually pretty comparable to like the JoJo's fan base. Yeah, yeah. they're they're very uh, the two fan bases seem to have crossed, in an and that's not way. a bad thing. Not uh, yeah, no, in a, in a great way. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, like I said, do yourself a favor, go download it, go go spend some time with the fans of this show because it's worth it. It's worth your time. It's worth any money you give them is definitely worth it. I'm gonna buy some stuff just to show that I support them. Um, yeah, I bought the soundtrack. Yeah, I, I bought the whole fan pack. It comes with a bunch of wallpapers and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think that's it. Go play Doki Doki. That's, go play Doki Doki. If, if you take anything away from this mini-sode, it's Doki Doki. Go play it. Yeah, and I would say, like, I mean, there's playthroughs you can watch people doing it, mm-hmm. and I've watched some. Don't. <laughs> don't just go, don't go I mean, into it as blind as possible yeah go into it as blind as possible even at, like I, I would even say like you don't you might want to save this podcast till after you've played it but well this is i'm saying this at the end i know right so it doesn't help but just don't like i mean it's a visual novel you can play it on any computer mac windows yeah, linux you, steam box anything you can play it on anything it doesn't take any hardware to run i think that you need you, there's even a mobile version if i'm not mistaken I think. I don't don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe they're working on one. I don't know. That would be awesome if they were. But either way, I mean, mean, it would totally work as a visual novel. Or like on a mobile. It would. I mean, with the mechanics for sure. Yeah. Um, Just play the game. Don't don't watch somebody else play through it. It's it's an experience. Yeah. It's it's an experience and it's all the more better to actually experience it yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed our first mini episode. We're trying. We're gonna try and do some more of this so we can bring you some more content on a regular basis, um, some bite-sized content. Um, if you enjoyed it, that's great. Um, if you didn't, let us know. Let us know what we can do different for it. Um, if you have a really cool name to come up with for this, we'd love to know because we cannot come up with a name for these mini episodes. Yeah. Um, but if you want to check out this or previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Um, if you want to keep up with what we're doing and have some more fun and look at some cool Doki Doki memes, 
Uh, you can follow... Or just memes in general. Or just memes in general. You can join our Facebook group where, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. I have a daily thing now that I do with thighs, which yeah. is great. <laughs> kind oh, of. A, yeah, that's a nice... Um, boost my day every day. <laughs> you can follow our Twitch channel, or you can visit our website. Um, like I said before, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or criticisms on this or any episode, feel free to shoot us an email, and links to all these things will be down below in the description. Um, I've been your host, Alex... And I will see you next time. Say goodnight, Riker. Goodnight, Riker. Woohoo! Woo! Doki, doki!